you don't start somewhere and become an expert of something, then you're not going to have. So the big question is what a top agent is doing to absolutely crush it in real estate. To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Elite Agent Secrets show. Today, we're joined by Tasha Moss, who's been in real estate for over 20 years, team leader of the Omaha Real Estate Group, consisting of seven agents, did 84 million in 2021, and also ranked number five in the BHHS network for medium teams. Today, she's going to be unpacking three of her secret sources to success. Tasha, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm great. <laughs> that Excited, is awesome. to be here. Excited to be here. The, the, the big 8-4 for 2021. Holy shit. That is awesome. But I'm sure you didn't start out that way back when you first got into real estate. So why don't you take us back on the journey of how you got started and what your first year looked like? It's a long time ago. Um, I... Yeah, started right out of college, 23 years old, um, had recently moved to the Omaha area, it was 2001, um, and was on my second round of interviews with a bunch of companies. Um, my degree was in marketing, and then September 11th happened, and everyone went on hiring freezes. So I was kind of in a place where... <laughs> Now what? I had started waiting tables at a restaurant downtown. I lived downtown and I sure didn't go to college for marketing to um, to end up, you know, in the restaurant business. So my uncle was actually a broker and said, you know, there's no hiring freeze in real estate. Why, you know, marketing, there's some level of marketing in real estate. Obviously, it's gone above and beyond that where it was at 21 years ago. Um, but it might be a good fit for you. So I got my real estate license and within a year added a partner and we were one of the, I mean, Omaha, you know, is a little bit behind some of the trends of the larger markets. And we were, I think at the time, the first non-related, like you had husband and wife and like mother and daughter, first non-related real estate team in Omaha. And we started repping a bunch of condo projects and ended up with, you know, 10 plus agents within the first three or four years and definitely have gone through some, um, some, a learning curve of, you know, having a team, you know, and figuring out the ins and outs of it's not about adding agents. It's having the quantity. It was, you know, scaling back and getting to the quantity side of it. Um, but you know, have had a team for, I'd say 17 or 18 of the 20 plus years that I've been in the business. So now are your 84 mil, as far as last year's production, mm-hmm. now that we are, you know, kind of fast forwarding, did that also come from you repping condo buildings and similarities to when you first started in the business? No, I mean, our downtown condo market, I mean, it's, you know, a little bit smaller and it definitely goes through its transitions. We 
represented, I believe, 11 of the 13 downtown condo projects from like the 2004 to 2011 timeframe. And really since then, there's only been a couple smaller projects. Um, but really, that's kind of where I my beginning came from is working with developers. So as opposed to going to a listing presentation, it was sitting in a boardroom with, you know, a bunch of suits and trying to explain how me at 25 years old was the best fit for their condo project. Um, so it was a natural transition. Um, me years later getting into new construction and working with builders. Um, so a lot of my personal sales comes from new construction and then working with those people on selling their homes as well. Um, but the team, you know, my team in general has, you know, works multiple different areas, but I do a lot of new construction. So talk to us as far as the number of transactions, your first year, second year, third year, like what did that progression look like with you then starting the team? Okay. You are asking somebody who's been doing it for 20 years. So it's a little different than the five and six, you know, I can't, I mean, the computer systems back then couldn't, you know, they didn't exist to be able to track that kind of stuff for me to know exactly. But I do know my first year and you know, 20 years ago, this was pretty good, was two and a half million in sale, sales um, my first year and got rookie of the year of my company that year. And by that point, I had added on um, the um, partner. My second year, I was with a partner. We had our first condo project and together we did like 24 million. So, I mean, it's not like, that's not a natural. So, so hold on. You went from like two and a half to 24 million from year one to year two. Yes. With adding the business partner and getting the first condominium project. Yeah. Wow. I mean, listen, even if we are conservative and say, let's split that thing in half, you went from two and a half to 12 and a half million, right? Or, or 12 million. That's still very, very impressive. Was the majority of your business in the in the condo building and the, the project that you guys were selling? Or were there certain things you've changed or have done differently to basically 6 your production individually? When I got into the business, I was one of the youngest as well in this market for sure. Um, and I didn't have a sphere. I wasn't from the Omaha area. I did everything until I figured out what worked for me. I did the open houses. I did door knocking. I did for sale by owners. We put together marketing packages. I, when we got into the business, there was this big marketing company for real estate agents. It was called Hobbs Herder. I don't even know if they're around anymore, but we paid this $500 package, which was probably a lot for us at the time, went to the seminar and I, having the marketing background, took photos of all the stuff that they did. And we, you could pay like $25,000 to have them put together this you know, program for you. Or what I did is I took everything that they did and said, okay, it might not look as good, but it's way better than what anybody else is doing. And I did it myself. Uh, the only thing that we hired anybody for was to create a website. And, you know, 20 years ago, people didn't have their own websites. I mean, companies barely had their own websites in our area, at least. And so we stood out a lot just from, you know, being different than what everybody else was doing. We put together, you know, you know, personal brochures and I 
traded postcards and all of this stuff that, you know, I didn't want to spend the money for. We didn't have the money to spend at that time. Um, but we did everything. And so, yes, you know, that, that condo project was 55 units and it, we sold everything and double-sided most of them in less than a year. Um, but it was all of everything else that we were doing as well. I mean, I would start work at seven or eight o'clock in the morning and be lucky to be home by 10 o'clock at night. But it was the perfect time in my life to be able to do that because I wasn't married. I didn't have kids. I just, I could work all the time. And, um, I mean, for me, it was the perfect time to really get into the business where there wasn't commitments to anything else. And I lived and breathed real estate. And so I didn't really care that that's what my whole life consisted of. Basically. I think a lot of people too, don't realize because the agents don't and good for you for doing it early. A lot of agents don't realize pre-construction, the opportunity it's there. That's how Escalade, that's why Escalade my business last year. Um, but it, it's a big thing, like working with builders, doing all this stuff. It's like the pre-construction we did last year. It took me three years to land this guy. But of the 1,250 deals I did last year, 850 of them were pre-con. Right? So like it's huge. Yeah. Like you said, you get a building, then you get another building and you get another building. So if you have four or five builders and they're giving you buildings or townhouse projects, mm-hmm. that's way than me calling my sphere and be like, hey, do you want to come to a pumpkin patch party and potentially bring like, that's just not my, that's just not my business. Like I'll go after people that bring a lot of business to me because it makes the most sense. It's the best, it's the best use of my time. Right. And that's the thing that I think most agents struggle with is just because one person does something one way doesn't mean that that's the best way for everybody. And Mm -hmm. uh, we've had people come to our team that have been licensed forever and they're, you know, they've never really looked at and had anybody tell them, okay, look where your business came from. And like people that are doing open houses, like multiple open houses every single weekend. And we look back at their business from the last year and you sold one place to an open house every single weekend. That's not a good use of your time. I mean, it's just like, I'm the same as you. I don't, I don't do the, you know, big client appreciation parties because that's not my comfort zone. That's just not, who I am as an agent and it would come off as probably fake <laughs> if I tried to, or it would be a little awkward for me. Um, you got to figure out like what, you know, people like authenticity and that would just, it's just not who I am. Um, and I don't think, you know, it, it's the best, you know, way to generate business and show my clients appreciate, I show my clients appreciation other ways, but I don't know. I mean, I, I guess in my mind, I don't think that my clients are going to hang out with my other clients either. So I, um, I just do things different. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. I, I really like what you're saying here because you're staying authentic to yourself at the same time while giving your clients a service that they deserve, right? And right. I'm assuming your brand, everything else speaks through and through, which kind of brings us to your first topic is you went to school for marketing, consider yourself more of a professional marketer than an actual salesperson, right? Right. Yes. Can you expand I, a little bit more on that? I'm not a salesperson. I'm just not. Um, I think that my big success with listings is because I kind of see, I'm I see things as they're coming, you know, in the pipeline and I love figuring out what 
is going to work, what I can do on my own, what will work for me, what I think is going to benefit our team and our clients and figuring out how to do it myself first. I'm fine with hiring people to do stuff, but if I don't understand exactly what it is that I want them to do and how I want it to be done and the systems um, that go behind that are behind that, um, then it's not really going to work correctly. I couldn't hire somebody, you know, I know that there's all these, you know, companies that you've got somebody, you know, halfway across the world doing something, but if I can't sit down with them and meet with them and like, go over the things that need to be done. Um, it's not going to work for me. So I do a lot. I mean, I really do a lot of the marketing myself. Um, and, um, just, I've never felt like, I mean, I remember when I used to do open houses, I'm not good at open houses. I became good at open houses for like the new construction and the downtown condominiums because I understood it so much that people could feel the passion and excitement in me about this thing that is different than selling a single family home. And it wasn't that I was selling them anything. I was explaining to them like the lifestyle and what this means. And, you know, um, that it, and that part ended up working for me. But before that I would, me and my partner would go to open houses and people would say, yeah, this isn't for me, but I, you know, what we're really looking for is this, this, and we really like this. And we would say, okay, that's great. Bye. Good luck with your search. You know, I'm just not like that person that's going to ask, can I get your contact information? I'd like to help you, you know, with something else. I'm different now than that, but I just learned that open houses wasn't my thing. And like really putting together like nice, fresh content with marketing and just, you know, and it's not really I hate putting myself out there. I don't like, I, I know that everything's video and I'm trying to dive into video, but for me, when everything's video or everything's social, you know, get on social media, it was about, okay, I can do this, but I don't want to personally be out there. So I'll make it about my listings and like the market and all of that, as opposed to me personally being on camera or in photos and stuff. So, um, I've just, trial and error work through everything. I got a quick question for you when it comes to marketing. That's, you know, that's a fancy term in a way that we all throw out like, oh, I'm going to market your property. I'm going to market your project. I'm going to, what does that actually mean? Like, how are you marketing? What are you doing? Are you putting brochures? Are you doing mailers? Are you doing some kind of a creative campaign, video content? Because marketing is just this big, gigantic bucket that a lot of agents, when they're going in for a listing appointment, they're like, I'm going to market your property. So they'll ask, well, how are you going to market? They, and they just fumble fuck their way through the explanation. Like, what are some of the things that you find the most effective when you do market or how do you even market? I would say the biggest misconception or the thing that some agents do wrong is they have a marketing package. Um, one size doesn't fit all. And... Each property has a specific type of buyer. And so I think my marketing background has kind of helped me and look at things like in the order that they're supposed to be looked at, which is identifying who is your most likely buyer and developing a marketing package based on that and figuring out, okay, what, what does work for this buyer? I mean, not everybody's on Facebook. 
not everybody's on Instagram. I was the last person that wanted to get on TikTok, but I do understand that a lot of the younger buyers, I I do understand that there is a huge segment of the market that that's where they go to find out their information. So yes, we, I mean, there's certain things that I do for all of my listings with the professional photography and drone footage, and I create the videos and we have social media, but a lot of times when you look at like the listing comments for somebody's property, they're just basically reiterating all of the information that you can find in the MLS, like this many bedrooms, the subdivision, whatever. They don't create a story to help people fall in love with or to appeal to who their buyer is talking about, you know, the things that, you know, figuring out from the seller, like who they are and the things in the area that they love and developing a nice marketing, nice marketing content based off of that. But it really has maybe nothing to do with that house itself. It might point out like some of the key factors, but it's not redundant with information that's already out there. Yeah. You're talking about marketing to a niche rather than this is who I understand. These are the people that I serve. And therefore, this is how I target my marketing. It's like, I know the people that I serve who are interested in X, Y, Z, don't give a fuck about this. So I'm going to just show them this because I know it's the only thing they give a shit about. So like with investors, we've discussed this so many times because like I'm a different type of investor to others. Uh, Like I'm a cash flow investor. So like I like some some investors are like equity. It's like the asset value. So they'll buy a house and it basically breaks even, but they know in 10 years it's going to be worth more. And it's like, so certain realtors who work with investors are going after that type. So they market to them, but they're not my people. Those people aren't my people because like you can't sell me dick if it doesn't cash flow. If I buy something, I need it to cash flow day one. Otherwise I ain't interested. And it's like, for me, anyway, when I'm just listening to you, it's like, all you're talking about is you actually understand who the fuck you serve. Like, that's really what you're saying. You're like, I understand the market I serve and I market to them very specifically, which is why I get outsized returns because I actually know who I serve. Right. 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 It's about figuring out how to appeal to the correct buyers for that property. Because it's not, if you just like put it out there to everybody and throw something at a wall and hoping something sticks, then that's not really effective marketing. It's it's the old adage, isn't it? Try and serve everyone, you serve no one. So it's the same thing. It's it's like, you know, teaching agents and coaching agents, which we've done a fair amount of over the last few years here. It's like, First thing, who do you serve? Oh, I'll sell anyone a house. No, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> Choose somebody. And like, you will got to understand that like when you find out that you service, you know, just duplexes in this certain area, and then you become known for being like that person, you'll get far more business than trying to go right. like, if you've got a pulse, I'll sell to you. It's like, no. Right. And it's not like you don't do everything. It's that if you don't start somewhere and become an expert of something, then you're not going to have the, the clientele that no. make, I mean, like perception is reality in a way. I mean, when people yeah, see that you are business, you know, that you are doing business and that you're busy, then they will more, be more likely to gravitate towards working with you because nobody wants to work with the one-off agent that may or may get not get things right, especially in a market like what we have been dealing with the last couple of years. 
Yeah, 100%. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 